Today I'm going to talk about culture. That's a good thing. Because our dumbass of the day tried to define it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Well, we do have some news today. Very little. Uh, the unemployment rate numbers came out today, and they were good. Uh, they were up 209,000 jobs. Unemployment dropped from 37 to 3.6%. Uh, that's good. Okay, here's the bad, of course. The market is flipping out. And the reason is because the job numbers are, even though they're below expectations, the job numbers are high enough that they're worried that the Fed is still worried about inflation. Uh, inflation is at 4%, so that's gone down. It's still double, over double what it should be, about two and a half times over what it should be. Uh, so now the Fed is talking about raising on July 27th, raising the interest rates again by 0.25%. So the stock market has been tumbling. tumbling. It was tumbling yesterday. Um, let's see. We're going to see where it is. And so there, it, there are fears. There just doesn't seem to be any option. They're probably going to have to raise interest rates. Uh, so let's take a look. So the Dow's up about 100 points. So that's not too bad. But it is probably going to drop down a little bit. Uh, again, we're delaying the inevitable. Uh, the Fed really is going to need to jack up interest rates to bring this inflation down. Or this inflation is just going to stay. So, and a lot of people are talking about the inflation is not going anywhere. So, just remember that. Uh, so, unemployment went down. That's good. Um, the bad news is that it's probably going to increase inflation. And again, inflation is too much money in the economy. Okay, too much demand, too few goods. That's the problem with, that's where inflation comes from. More people having jobs means there's more money in the economy because people have they get paychecks and then they spend their paychecks. So that's bad. And a little later, we're going to talk about uh, one of the items on the market that really is being affected by inflation. So we'll, we'll get to that. So first things first, let's get off to our, let's get it kick started with our dumbass of the day. Okay, this one should surprise absolutely nobody. Here she is, the queen dumbass herself, winning the dumbass of the day for the first time, even though if I had this segment, she would have won it about 44 times already. Now, I was worried for a minute yesterday that I was going to have no one to talk about. No one was going to win dumbass of the day. But leave it to Kamala to pull out a Kamalaism and pull victory from the jaws of defeat let's listen to what she well, had I to say culture is it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time right and 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 present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment and and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment that is a reflection of joy because every it, you know it comes in the morning. <laughs> we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection 
to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too. Wow. Just wow. She was asked about the definition of culture, and she went off on sunshine and joy and mornings and some shit like that. That word salad was so convoluted, I almost forgot the question. Someone from her administration, someone from her group, should just hand her a dictionary. And she should just read the definition out of the dictionary. Because what she said made absolutely zero sense. And you know what's amazing about that whole thing? She was actually given the question before she went on stage and started asking it. And was asked it. This was not something she had no idea what was going to come out of that questioner's mouth. Amazing. And then, you know, that's your future vice president. That's your future president, excuse me. Yeah, it's all Joe. I still don't think he's going to run, but... All right, so let's get to our stories, and we got a bunch of them here. So, listen, do you need another reason to think that Joe Biden is a fraud? All we need to do is look at his son, Hunter, and how he treats... how Joe Biden treats his grandchildren. According to the Daily Wire... Hunter Biden loves his daughter in Arkansas so much that he gave those some of those tacky spirographs paintings, which were sold told can fetch as much as five hundred thousand dollars. Of course, four-year-old Navy Joan London and her mom had to promise never to use the Biden name and agree uh, to a major hair pay cut in child support payments. But while it's usually little kids who supply the parents with amateur art instead of the other way around, Hunter's works are not something you stick on the refrigerator with the magnet. There's a huge market for them. Now, this is this man is such a degenerate human being, and I can't wait to talk about the book I'm reading, um, The Laptop from Hell, because this man's degeneracy is only a touch brought out to the public. There's a lot more. But this guy, he had to pay $20,000 a month in child support. He got that dropped down to $5,000 a month, and he had to give up one of his piece of crap paintings, which apparently is going to sell for $500,000. Now, mind you, the art community is known for laundering money, and that's exactly what Hunter Biden is doing. He's laundering money for access to his father. There's 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 no question about this. Nobody knows who's buying these paintings. It's it, well, Hunter knows, so does Joe. It's all bullshit. Okay, but this guy knocks up a stripper. Then refuses to give the baby, his baby, the family name. And instead of supporting that kid, Basic, and $5,000 a month is not chump change. I mean, come on, let's call it what it is. It's not chump change. But instead of going in and taking responsibility for this kid, he just gives the kid a, a painting. Now, th- hopefully, that painting does sell for a million dollars. I hope so. Because this kid, who already knows who his father is, who her father is, already knows who her grandfather is, is going to see nothing from that family. No respect whatsoever. And that's just absolutely horrid. I hope she grows up, writes a book, and makes millions on it. 
to just really tear down the facade or the legacy of these pieces of shit. Well, Joe Biden is no better. He refuses to acknowledge this kid, and that's his seventh grandchild. He refuses to acknowledge because his son has said that he doesn't want this kid acknowledged. The media, to their credit, are beginning to ask questions about this because this is really a horrid thing. This is a terrible, inhumane, apathetic thing to do. It is, you're dealing with humanity here. You are not acknowledging your own blood. This is disgusting. So again, according to the Daily Wire in another story, President Joe Biden is being blasted online for his unwillingness to acknowledge his own grandchild, the four-year-old girl, his troubled son, Hunter Biden, fathered with a former stripper who now lives in Arkansas. The social media condemnation followed White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre's refusal to answer a question about the girl, Navy Joan Roberts. On, on Saturday, the New York Times ran a story about the girl, noting that the child knows her father and her grandfather are, and that recent child support settlement between her parents bars her from using the Biden name. So if I haven't read that, I actually should read that story. Um but I haven't read that story yet. I should take a look at it because I guarantee you it is it is probably something that is terrible. I mean, they, they probably make Joe Biden into a uh, a saint here still. But this whole thing is pretty disgust, disgusting. And the thing is, I don't want to hear any more about old Joe being a Christian, being empathetic. Or any of that crap. It's it's always been bullshit. We've all seen it. I he he doesn't have any humanity. He's not understanding. He doesn't care about the lives of people. He's done none of this stuff throughout his career. Joe Biden has been nothing but apathetic. I mean, let's take a look at some of the things he's done. He's de- denigrated and demonized his opposition. He's lied. He's plagiarized uh, speeches. He's used his dead son, his dead daughter, and his dead wife for political gain to score some political points. I mean, he keeps, he's still to this day saying that Bo Biden was killed in, a, in Iraq. He wasn't killed in Iraq. He died of a brain tumor in, in Delaware. Uh, he's shown that attending the funeral funeral processions for dead soldiers, soldiers that he killed through his incompetent decisions, is an inconvenience. You'll remember that time those 13 dead soldiers were being pulled off the plane in Washington, D.C., and he was so annoyed he was looking at his watch to see how much longer he would be there. He's profited from his position. He's profited from his name. His son has profited from his position and name. He doesn't give a damn about the country. And by the way, before and 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 the 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 media keeps talking about Hunter as if he's a separate human being from Joe. The question I ask is, where do you think Hunter got it? Hunter is a degenerate piece of shit. Where do you think he learned that crap? Do you think if he was raised in a church as a Christian, by a loving father, he'd end up like this? Yeah, I think not. Okay, so here, here's here's another one. This is this is this is a, a big story. So we talked about the rising inflation and the rising interest rates. Uh, 
Here's a story that should shock the crap out of you, unless you're actually shopping for a car. Because if you have been shopping for a car, it won't shock you at all. According to the Daily Wire, inflation under President Joe Biden has soared, driving up the costs of everything. But car prices have gone through the roof. Get this now. Just 8% of new cars on the market right now cost less than $30,000. That's down 38% before the COVID pandemic began in 2020. So in other words, 44% at one time of car, or 46% of cars at one time cost under $30,000. Now just 8% of cars. Car makers are finding heavy demand for high-end SUVs and trucks, so they're trimmed down their selection to on more affordable models, according to data from the car shopping app Copilot, cited by CNBC. Of course, it's more than that. Interest rates have gone up, there's supply chain crisis, there's inflation, and then not to mention owning a car has become almost unaffordable. Gas is expensive, oil is expensive, electricity if you bought Tesla or any one of those electric cars is expensive, the batteries in those electric cars are expensive, you have to replace those, you're paying basically the price of the car to replace the battery. Insurance is expensive, upkeep is expensive, oil changes, registering your car, try registering a car in California. Regulations are killing the auto industry, and the auto industry has said that. Unions are killing the auto industry. And by the way, it was a few years ago that an SUV did cost under $30,000. Now they're all between forty dollars and $50,000. And heck, you can't buy a truck that only holds four people. You can't buy a truck for under $50,000 now. But it gets worse. In 2017, the average, uh, this is continuing with the article, in 2017, the average cost of a new vehicle was around $35,000. Today, it's nearly $50,000, according to CNBC. And now, 10% of all vehicles cost more than $70,000. So, let's get this straight. There are more vehicles that cost over $70,000 than there are vehicles that cost under $30,000. Wow. Low-end vehicles have also plummeted. Just 0.3% of new vehicles sold now cost less than $20,000 compared with 8% five years ago, Edmonds found. That's incredible. Here's a newsflash, though, okay? And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. This is no accident. This is part of the plan. If people will not stop driving on their own, this government will make absolutely sure they make it so expensive that you just can't afford to drive. Inflation here, which the article points out, is really not the problem. Yes, it's causing the problem. But inflation is not a problem for the left. It's a solution for the left. Think about that when you see a video proclaiming the beauties of veg veganism. Think about that when you hear a story on CNN about how eating bugs is great. Think about that when you hear how cows and chickens have mysteriously died. Think about that then. Think about that when you go to the store and spend 30% more on your chicken. You think that's an accident? They want you to stop. They are going to force you to stop doing everything that you would normally do. Do you think it's an accident 
or it's it's inco- it's simply incompetence that planes can't seem to stay in the air during holiday seasons? Of course not. They don't want you traveling. So they make it inconvenient. They make it almost impossible to fly. They make it expensive. And they want to keep you at home. That's the goal here. They can't force it on you because we're, we have that Second Amendment and people will fight it. But that's the goal here. And it's happening all around. Okay, well, here's here's another here's another great story from the center. This, the Centers of Disease Control, continues to make itself irrelevant, and the left continues to deny science, deny reality. In order for in order to bolster the faith of their ideology. That may sound like a Kamalaism, but it's not. Their ideology is their faith. You have to have faith within it. It's, it's like if you're a Christian or a Jew or a Muslim, you believe in God. You have faith that there's a God. Okay, They have faith that men can be women and women can be men. And the problem is this sickness is infecting our institutions. And the Center of Disease Control, which has effed up about as many times as you can possibly eff up, continues. So according to the New York Post, and I've heard this before, but I, I, I didn't think the CDC was actually pushing this. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's official website published advice for trans and non-binary individuals on seeking guidance on how to, quote, chest feed, end quote, their infants. In sections of Major Health Institute's guidance on breastfeeding, it contained information for, uh, for those who have had much of their breasts removed in gender reassignment surgeries or biological men taking hormones to grow breasts on how to feed newborn children. Jesus Christ, this is sick. This is sick. And I'm not using Jesus Christ as a curse. I'm using Jesus Christ as in come down here and help us. However, several doctors criticized the guidance. Well, gee, really? Not simply because CDC has appeared to guide biological men in how to breastfeed children, but because they claimed that the CDC has failed to gauge the risks posed to children drinking milk produced by chemicals used in gender reassignment medical operations. And one of those drugs, by the way, they're talking about is a drug called a doper, doperidome. Okay. This drug, which men are using to actually allow themselves to lactate, it actually, that drug actually passes into the milk, and it's been known to cause heart problems in babies. So women used to use that, use that hormone, but they stopped because they would, it would end up in the breast milk. Now men are using that to be able to produce breast milk. Continuing with the article, in the CDC's website, uh, section Health Equity Considerations, found, found under its, quote, young and in, uh, infant and young child feeding toolkit, the center, for, the center declared that, quote, transgender and non-binary individuals may give birth and breastfeed or feed at the chest, chest feed. Now, I looked this up because I just couldn't believe it. I looked it up. I couldn't find it. Now, I did find the quote, transgender and non-binary gendered individuals may give birth and breastfeed or feed at the chest, chest feed. I did see that, which means there's a good chance that um, the 
the website actually pulled it down. But they do have a relactation section and they do give some of the advice. So later, the article continues. The CDC posed the question, can transgender parents who have had breast surgery, breastfeed, or chest feed their infants? It responded, yes, followed by an explanation. It did, the website did say that. Quote, some transgender parents who have had breast top surgery may wish to breastfeed or chest feed, a term used for transgender and non-binary parents. Their infants... Healthcare providers working with these families should be familiar with medical, emotional, and social aspects of gender transitions to provide optimal family-centered care and meet the nutritional needs of the infant. End quote. The Post added that these transgender parents may need help with maximizing milk production, supplementing their pasteurized donor human milk or formula medication to induce lactation, or avoiding medications that inhibit lactation, suppressing lactation, for those choosing not to breastfeed or chestfeed, and finding appropriate lactation management support, peer support, and or emotional support. You know something? They really worry about peer support. They worry about emotional support of the man that's trying to breastfeed or chestfeed a child, but they're not really talking too much about the support for the child or the safety of the child. And they don't talk about it. And all that's in the site. I did see that in the site. Here's the reality. This is a dangerous thing. Um, Executive Director from the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, which, by the way, has not really accepted any of this trans crap, Dr. Jane Orient, she said the CDC has a responsibility to talk about the health risks, but they have been derelict in doing so. Of course they have. Because they'll be accused by the trans community of um, hating them, committing genocide, or whatever bullshit these, these people come up with. Again, to the left, life doesn't matter. Babies and children, they don't matter. That's why we can cut the balls off a 16-year-old or cut the boobs off a 16-year-old. That's why we can sterilize a 10-year-old. It doesn't matter. The ideology... You must have faith in the religion of the trans because it is a religion. And it is so important, we need to deny reality. Okay, illegal immigration. Let's get to our next story. Illegal immigration. And this continues to be a huge issue, even though if you turn on Fox, CNN, MSNBC, they're not talking about it anymore. That's because we have subs that are crashing We have Hunter Biden. We have cocaine in the White House. uh, We have UFOs, all that fun stuff. But we're not talking about something that's been been a real problem, and that's illegal immigration. According to the Daily Wire, the Department of Homeland Security released an illegal immigrant into the U.S. who was on the terrorist watch list and took two weeks to arrest the migrant after the release, according to the report from the Department's Inspector General. The recently released report says that multiple mistakes were made by Customs and Border Protection when they apprehend illegal immigrants in the Yuma, Arizona sector of the United States southern border in April 2022. Of course, you know, if they close the border or build a wall or something or sent illegals back without questioning, they wouldn't need to actually find out who these people are. They just send them back. But because we don't do that, 
and CBT, uh, CBD, CBP uh, is completely overwhelmed. They're just going to do what they have to do, and they're going to go through the. They're going to go through the motions. They can't. They can't do it. Quote, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, CBP, apprehended and subsequently released a migrant without providing information requested to the FBI Terrorist Screening Center that would have confirmed the migrant was a positive match with the terrorist screening data, terrorist watch list. This occurred because CBP's ineffective practices and processes for resolving inconclusive matches with the terrorist watch list led to multiple mistakes, the report said. Of course, they're going to blame CBP. Don't forget, the Southern Poverty Law Center said Customs and Border Protection is a terrorist group. It's a domestic terrorist group. So they're always going to demonize those folks that are trying to secure the border but have absolutely no support from our government to do so. The go- this government and media is going to ignore these problems of an open border until some terrorist comes over and starts killing people. And then they'll still ignore it. They'll blame the guns, they'll blame white supremacy, or whatever, for for those deaths. They will never blame themselves. Well, it gets worse. I mean, we're already seeing victimization. You remember when Roe was overturned? MSNBC ran a story that a 10-year-old girl got pregnant and had to leave Indiana to go to Ohio to have an abortion because a 10-year-old can't physically have a baby and not have damage, which, by the way, is a legitimate reason to get an abortion. And then Indiana sat back and said she could have gotten an abortion in Indiana. She didn't need to go to Ohio because the mother's protection is, is outweighs the abortion, the, child, the child's life, and that's absolutely true. And then suddenly the story came out where that girl was, that nine-year-old girl was raped by an illegal immigrant, and then suddenly the story just disappeared. Remember that? I know I talked about it last year. Okay, so according to the Post Millennial, on Wednesday, 28-year-old Gerson Fuentes, an illegal immigrant from Guatemala, pleaded guilty to the rape of a nine-year-old girl and was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 25 years. According to the Columbus Dispatch, Fuentes was charged with felony first-degree rape of a child under 13 and admitted to raping the girl on at least two separate occasions, which means he probably did it multiple times. DNA evidence also proved that he was the man who impregnated her. So the media just decided to ignore it. This is not a big news story. They're not talking about it. This post-millennial is a right-wing news site. And everyone else is just giving it zero attention. I mean, because it doesn't meet their narrative. When it met their narrative, they gave it you that information. They just kind of shaved off parts of it to make it work. And it took about seven minutes for the right-wing news media to get the truth about it. And then suddenly they just wanted everything forgotten. Absolutely amazing. So illegal immigration... Yes, it does. Con- it does continue to be a, a real issue, and no one's no one's dealing with it, and we're kind of ignoring it in this country because of UFOs or some shit. Okay, so here's a disturbing story, and it should really disturb you because it's already happening in Canada, and you can bet it's going to be coming to the United States. 
Now, I know you thought the last story was bad. Believe it or not, this one is worse. So according to the New York Post, several Dutch citizens who had autism and other intellectual disabilities have died by physician-assisted suicide in recent years after doctors determined their afflictions were untreatable obstacles to a normal life, researchers found. You know, I find it amazing that um, the doctors, okay, it, their afflictions, Down, Down syndrome and autism are afflictions. Autism isn't even a physical disability. It's just, it's a mental disability. Kids with autism can survive and actually lead very productive lives. They just need some work. Same with Down syndrome. Down syndrome kids are basically normal. They work. They get married. They have kids. Continuing with the article, but, but doctors have determined their afflictions and they're untreatable, which we already know is not true. And no matter what, they can't leave nor normal lives. So let's kill them. Nearly 40 people who identified as autistic or intellectually disabled were legally euthanized in the Netherlands between 2012 and 2021, according to the Kingston University investigation of Dutch euthanasia cases. Now, the only hope I have here is that only 40 people were killed. And by the way, only, nearly, whatever, 40 people or 40 people. But the reality is there are probably a lot more autistic or Down syndrome kids in uh, wherever this is, in uh, Netherlands, than that. So at least maybe some of the medical communities are saying, no, we can treat these kids. We don't need to kill them. Five people younger than 30 who were killed at their own request cited autism as a sole or a major reason for the decision to end up end their lives, the UK study found. Now, here's something that really gets me. Five people younger than 30 who were killed at their own request cited autism. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So they were competent to make that decision? So doesn't that tell you, well, maybe they're just depressed and maybe need to talk to somebody and not kill them? So you're basically saying that this autistic person is competent enough to say he wants to die, but there's no other way to have this person lead a normal life? It sounds like that's just depression. I mean, this story, this story is not new. I mean, in Iceland, they're already doing this. Iceland claims they have no cases of Down syndrome. None. Zero. In Iceland. Is that because in Iceland, they figured out how, they figured out how to give birth to kids that don't have Down syndrome? Of course not. They've been aborting them. And once you once you do the research, when when Iceland they come up and they 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 said this last I think a year and a half ago, two years ago, we have no Down syndrome kids because they forced the mothers to test for Down syndrome. If they have Down syndrome, they abort them. Canada is authorizing euthanasia for anyone who has depression, quality of life issues, or just feels like it. It's called the MAID program. Medically assisted in dying. That's what it's called, made. And now all you have to do is get a doctor to sign off on it. This is the saddest part of Western civilization right now. It's the lack of respect for life. We have no, no respect for life, or the left doesn't. I think most people do. Okay. 
abortion, sterilizing children, mutilating children, euthanasia. Uh, I will go so far as to say surrogacy, because all we're doing is making a commodity of children. All of this stuff shows that we have no respect for life. And by the way, these people, like the Biden administration, he keeps, Joe Biden keeps saying, these are all our kids. I don't want my kids anywhere near this asshole. I don't want my kids, my grandkids, anywhere near these people because they'll mutilate them, they'll drug them, they'll kill them. And they're good with that. I don't want them near my kids any more than I want a child predator near my grandkids. This is, this is, and, and the left continues to push depression. And, and I mean, they're making our lives miserable. Depression and low quality of life are all over the place. So if you have depression, your quality of life sucks because of the high crime, homelessness, drug legalization, um, dependence on government, high taxes, high cost of living, food shortages, getting rid of meat, fuel shortages, banning common appliances like stoves and water heaters and air conditioners. If you do all that to make life miserable for people, why not kill yourself? And don't kid yourself, that's coming here. That is coming here very soon. Cal watch California, watch New York. They are going to legalize euthanasia. And by the way, is this just all a coincidence? Everything I talked about today, all coincidence? No. It's all, it's all part of a plan. It's called Malthusianism. These people all believe there are certain parts of the society that just don't need to live. That's Malthusianism. It's also eugenics. Abortion is eugenics. Euthanasia is eugenics. That's all it is. That's always been part of the left. And by the way, eugenics, this isn't something they came up with 10 years ago. This is something they were talking about in the 1920s. It's just now they are living through it. Abortion, sterilization, mutilating children, euthanasia, those are all part of eugenics. Make sure that these people cannot give birth because they're not worth anything. Only the elites are. Okay, so that was a real, yeah, pretty good timing. That was a real up, up, uplifting podcast. But hey, that's what's happening in our society. Hopefully we'll have more podcasts like that. We'll skip uh, most of the news. So I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, love you all. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass to Talk in Politics. <laughs>